Annyeonghidera. Hello, it's me, Sim, and welcome back to the Cart Podcast, where I talk about Korean entertainment and all things amazing in the Korean entertainment industry. Today, I'm going to be talking about the drama called Hello Me. It is also known as, in Korean as Naya. It is a drama I recently finished watching, and it is a rom-com with a touch of fantasy. In terms of fantasy, um, the drama relates to time, and I do love Korean dramas which have a little bit of a time slip and things like that. The very first Korean drama I watched with a time situation was Rooftop Prince. And I remember watching that years ago, thinking, oh my god, this is absolutely hilarious. And it's probably slapstick com- slapstick comedy now, but I used to love that drama so much back then. But this drama, Young Naya, came out in February this year and has the standard 16 episodes. Apparently, I researched this drama and it's based on a book from 2011 called Fantastic Girl by Kim Hyejung. I was really trying to find this book everywhere, but being in the UK, it's hard to find anything from abroad, particularly Korean. So I tried to look on Amazon and like places like that. But I really couldn't find it anywhere, so if anyone does have or knows where to get this book, I would appreciate it if you would let me know, because I really want to read it and see if I can read it in Korean, that is. So yeah, let me know. I kept seeing this drama pop up like everywhere, so I decided to give it a watch. And I initially thought, because with a lot of dramas, I tend to not research the Wikipedia page. I just look at it and think, oh, will I like that? So I I did that and I felt like it was going to be a drama I wouldn't enjoy but I actually really really enjoyed it. I was really hooked onto it and um I'm more better at controlling my addiction to Korean dramas now because I I basically have to live my life and do other things but yeah and I really liked the fact that the characters did such a good job to make the story what it is and even though it had sort of a coincidence Korean drama vibes they tried not to make it too much of a the coincidental Korean drama type vibes if you know what I mean if you've seen it but yeah I'm going to move on to the cast and crew now. So we firstly have the actress Choi Kang-hee and she comes in dramas such as Queen of Mystery and Protect the Boss and a lot more. She plays, Choi Kanki plays the older version of the character Ban Hani, and the older Ban Hani comes across in a bit of a tough spot. She has wrongfully lost her job in the supermarket, and generally, she's nothing like her younger self when she was 17 years old. The 17-year-old Ban Hani is played by the actress Lee Re, and I already think she is such an amazing actress, and she did such a good job in her role. She's only 15 years old, and already she's just amazing and I really do hope her all the best for her future projects. She comes in dramas such as Witch at Court, Radio Romance, Memories in Alhambra and Startup. Most of the time she is playing in other dramas she's playing like the younger version of the main lead or like a sibling of the main lead something like that but the fact that she came across in this drama um, to have a main role and it really showed her acting ability a lot, which is really, really nice to see. But yeah, the young Banhani is completely different to her 37-year-old self. 
Everyone at school loves her. She's basically an icon and an idol. And she has a heart set on being famous and becoming an idol as well. Next we have Kim Young-kwang. And he plays the the act the actor no sorry the character i was just trying to think then he plays the character han yu hyun and kim hyun kwang comes in dramas such as he comes in so many i've seen him everywhere such as good doctor goff the starry night sweet stranger and me the guardians and also the secret life of my secretary and i also cannot forget the drama pinocchio because that's one of my favorite dramas but yeah Han Yoo-hyun is from a terrible family. He is, his father is the CEO of Chowa Confectionery. And even though Yoo-hyun is busy getting these certificates and qualifications in things he enjoys, so his hobbies, his father wants him to knuckle down and be serious about his life and his career and what he's going to do. And basically, his father sort of throws him out until he gets his act together and, tries, and starts being ready for life, basically. And then finally, we have Um Moon Sok, and he plays Yang Chun Shik or Anthony. He also comes in Backstreet Rookie, which is a drama that came out, I think, last year. And he also comes in Tell Me What You Saw and The Fire Priest and Whisper. In this drama, Anthony used to be um, a, well, a well-known actor in his career, but recently he seems to be failing and... He sort of tends to throw himself under the bus by his poor grammar on social media and he reunites with his first love, Banhani, later on in this drama. So yeah, those are the characters. So the plot of this story is kind of nice, I, I think. I, I always say this about every drama because Korean dramas for me are quite deep and emotional and I think that's why I, I like watching them. They have a very emotive side to them, which you don't really see in a lot of Western dramas, and which is why I like Korean dramas so much. I feel like the stories and the emotions they give out to the audience are just really nice, and I can really relate to a lot of the situations that the characters can be in. And it's really nice to see stories that are just made up, and and it's just nice to see them related to you, I, I suppose. But yeah... So yeah, back to the plot of this story, and it goes like this. We firstly see a miserable Banhani at 37 years old, and she's about to lose her job in the supermarket. She meets Yu Hyun at the police station as well, as they're both sitting in the cells. And over time, the two bump into each other more, and then one day, Banhani is with Yu Hyun, and she's about to get run over by a lorry. However, she doesn't move, and she doesn't want to move, she just wants to end her life pretty much but then in the end Yoohyun saves her and she wakes up in hospital and Yoohyun um, suffers from a minor graze on his arm. After she wakes up she hears her younger self next to her. Um, she opens up the curtain to realise it's basically a person that looks exactly like her and then as she continues to find out more about this person she realises it's her younger self that's come back from the past and it's she's still quite confused by this, this situation um the young banhani that is the young banhani is really confused she sort of just sort of wanders around the hospital thinking it's still like the 19 2000s no no 1980s sorry and um yeah she st- she soon comes to realize that she's from the future too 
And then over time, the two start to live together. And at first, with their older sister as well, who's much more um, well off than Banhani. But she gets thrown out after a small situation. So the two trail the streets to find a better place. And they eventually come to a place which is quite cheap. And then they realise that Yuhun also moved into the same neighbourhood as well after getting thrown out of his house from his father. And at the beginning, the older Banhani is constantly trying to keep the younger, her younger self in check because she likes basically doing her own thing and she sort of doesn't really listen to anyone. But then slowly, the older Banhani starts to pick her life back up with the, with the help of the younger self. And she also gets help from Yoohyun as well. And she has a lot of good ideas when she starts working at um, Chowa Confectionery as well. Anthony also comes into the picture later on as well. And um, yeah, when she starts her work at Chowa Confectionery, she also meets her old high school best friend, who is her manager, Oji Un. And I think she's such a, such a cute character in this, in this um, drama. And it's really nice to see that their relationship basically gets better because there was something that happened in the past that made them fall out and they reconcile over time and become close again. In the end, there is a dilemma of returning the younger self, Banhani, to her own time. The reason why Banhani turned out so miserable is because her father passed away in the situation where the younger Banhani came to the present. And the younger Banhani also understands what she must do to not make her life so miserable because it was her father that was trying to reconcile her younger self to her older self so that the older self could become and pick her life back up again. So yeah, I think that the ending of this drama is very wholesome and quite inevitable to be honest and overall I think it's such a nice drama to watch. They keep the audience hooked with really good situations I think compared to other dramas and they also have really catchy things and quite a lot of humour which is also what I love about Korean dramas so yeah you must give this a watch if you haven't yet. There are two memorable moments that I really love about this drama and that made me laugh all the time and the first one is the squid dance and the song and this comes into play right at the beginning of the drama Banhani's first job is in the supermarket and she basically has to wear this squid outfit and she's advertising a squid snack and she has to dance to this song as well. But the song is really, really catchy and I honestly like caught myself dancing to this song while making a cup of tea because it's just so cute. But yeah, Anthony also has to ha- has to do this as well later on to try and pick up his reputation sort of. And um, it's really funny because at the start he's really unwilling and then at the end he's like very willing. And in the same um, situation where Anthony was recording for the Squid song, the younger Banhani also came to be in the advert as well, well, the advert recording because she wants to be famous and whatever. But she gets she gets given the um, sort of seaweed, I think it's seaweed or, yeah, and she's basically... Um, seaweed and no one can recognize her but the older banhani catches her and basically runs after seaweed and i found that really funny but yeah that's a really funny scene i liked nextly nextly and finally i really like the chowa confectionery 
company morning workout. I think this is so cute. When Bun Honey first comes to work at the jewel confectionery, um, basically there's like a morning dance routine that all the employees do, and she doesn't really know it when it gets announced on the um, overhead speakers. But everyone's doing this dance, and um, she's sort of making it up as she goes along. But then the next day, she remembers, she learns it all, and she does a really good job of it. But I think the dance is so funny and, and funky, and like, it's definitely something I would do if I were to have a company. I would definitely do this morning work, morning routine dance. It's so, it's so funny. So there were two things that really stuck out to me in this drama in terms of the themes and meaningful points. Firstly, I saw happiness and life. It takes just one thing to knock you down in your life and it's hard to pick yourself back up again when you've not, when you've been knocked down. Some people never get back up. Some people's have the will to get back up but everyone is different and it takes time for everyone to move on from these situations as well but the main thing is that the choices you make are always up to you so whatever decision you make with your life just make sure that you make the right one and this is something that was really prevalent in this drama because at the beginning we see Banhani in a very difficult situation in her life and she needs to be reminded of what she was like when she was younger, before her situation occurred as well. Because the reason why she was so knocked down was because her father passed away and she blamed herself too much for this. And she never really moved on. So she never really became the person that she wanted to be in the future as well. And another meaningful point from this drama is the title itself, An Yong. In Korean, Annyeong can mean hello and goodbye. And it's poignant to Banhani because at the beginning she is she comes across her younger self and she's saying hello to her. And she doesn't know at the time, but she really needed the help of her younger self to remind her who she actually is. And in the end, her younger self actually helped her pick herself back up and move on with her life. So in the end as well, she also has to say goodbye to her past self and sort of thank you to to helping her as well. So I think it was really cute that Banhani got the love and she wasn't as lonely as she was because her past self came and comforted her and helped her on her way. So the OST of this drama, I think, was very cute because it had a mix of older Korean songs or I think it had one older, well, yeah, it had Korean songs and as well as remakes as well. We have artists such as Weekly, Lee Min Hyuk, Soya and Dindin, Hugak, Sondia, So You and Floody. The intro song itself, Floody, I think it's Floody. Anyway, the intro song itself is by Weekly and it's called Wake Up and it's a very funky tune as well and I really, really like listening to that. Also, the song 3-4, a song that was remade, resung by Soya and Dindin, is such a really nice, funky, funky song. I think the remake of it is so funky, and even the old the old uh, version by Rura is a really nice song as well. If you really like 80s music, I suggest to give that a listen, because I went through um, a list, a list, uh, a giant phase of loving 80s Korean music last year and I absolutely love the old old school type vibes. I really love 80s music in general. So yeah, that's the OST. And finally, the quote from this drama. 
The quote from this drama is from when the younger Banhani returns to her timeline at the end of the drama. And she basically is standing in a classroom and she's talking about where she will be in 20 years time. And again, I felt really deep with this because I've been thinking so much about my future recently. Um, I only graduated uni last year and I just want to make the most of my life and just do loads of stuff basically and as much as I can. And although I feel like I'm never going to get there, I just need to believe in myself and trust in myself that I'm making the right choices and so do you too. So the quote is from the ending and it goes like this. Dear my future 20 year old self, It's okay if you didn't turn out, your dreams didn't turn out the way you wanted. Because I'm the one who loves and roots for you the most. Otte, so tell me. No onodo orma moto tahe da sarangaji guinni. Can you confidently say that you cherish yourself or myself? And at the end of the drama as well, she looks directly in the camera and asks the audience's question as well, the otte part. And I really loved that part of the drama because I felt really called out as well. Because, um, like I said, I've been thinking a lot about where I will be in 20 years as well. So the fact that she asked the audience as well just made it even more meaningful with the audience. And yeah, I really love this drama. And yeah, everyone, love yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself if things don't turn out the way they wanted. Because, you know, everything happens for a reason. So yeah, that's the end of this episode. And I really hope you enjoyed listening to me talk and ramble on about this drama because I loved watching this drama and also ramble on about life in general because you know it's it's nice to talk about life once in a while so having a conversation having deep conversations I feel are really meaningful and yeah I hope you can have a meaningful conversation with the person you love as well I hope you catch this drama and watch it if you haven't because I I love this drama I think that the thing that really made me stick to this drama is because the inst- the storyline the storyline was quite interesting like the sort of concepts and ideas and situations they came up, up with on the storyline got me really really hooked so yeah that's the end of this episode if you haven't followed our instagram account you can it's the cart podcast and also you can listen to this podcast again on spotify anchor apple and youtube so yeah i'll see you next time itabeyo bye